God be your source and let man be a channel. When you make the channel to become your source, when the channel is attacked, your resources are gone. It's time to dominate the 2019 International Faith Conference, hosted by Drs. Bill and Veronica Winston, September 8th through September 13th at 7 p.m. nightly on the campus of Living Word Christian Center in Forest Park, Illinois. Register at ifc.billwinston.org. Your time is now. Take authority. Activate your faith to dominate. This is the last time you're going to go through what you've been going through. Do you believe it? The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on the Believer's Walk of Faith. God's not about to beam you up. He's not about to let you die early. He's about to get you and give you all the help you need to finish your assignment here in this earth and turn nations back to God. Part of your prophetic destiny is to move up. Come on, you're going to the top of your sphere of influence. God is taking you there on purpose. And listen, anything standing in the way of your climb is going to be dealt with. Here's Abraham now. Here's Abraham. And he now is leaving there and he's going to, um, uh, to follow God. All right, let's come on down. Genesis chapter um, 12. Let's look at that. Let's go down here to verse 13. All right. Now this is Abram talking to his wife, Sarai. All right. They're following God now. Say, I pray thee, thou art my sister, that it may be well with me. See, he's, he's now still thinking that he's outnumbered, that he goes down there to Egypt and he's subject to whatever Pharaoh might want to do. This, this is the gov- Pharaoh's the government. Pharaoh's the, the, the legislative, <laughs> the executive, and the judicial branch. Pharaoh is all one. That, that's a sovereign government, Okay. And it came to pass when that Abram was coming to Egypt, that the Egyptians beheld the woman that she was very fair, looked good. And he entreated Abram well for her sakes. And he had sheep and oxen and he, he asses and men servants and maid servants and she asses and camels. And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abraham's wife. And Pharaoh called Abram and said, wait a minute, what is this that you've done to me? He said, now, uh, why didn't you tell me that she was your wife? Why saidest thou she was my sister? So that I might have taken her to, to me to wife. And now therefore behold thy wife. Take her and get on out of here. So he ran him out of there and got him out of there. And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him and they sent him away. All right. Look at chapter 13 and verse one. And he said this, and Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had and lot with him into the South. Watch this. And Abram was very what? Rich. And what? 
cattle, silver, and gold. Where do you think he got that from? All right. He got it from Pharaoh, and it's called damages. All right. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Bless your heart. Let's go. I think they're waking up now. Uh, Let's go to Genesis, and Genesis chapter 20 now, and let's look again at this same kind of thing happening again. And let's go here and let's read from three to six. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, behold, you are but a dead man for the woman which you have taken. She's what? Another man's wife. She's just not another man's wife. Psalm chapter 105 Verse 14, please. He suffered not any man to do them wrong. Yea, he reproved kings for their sakes. Next verse, saying, touch not my what? Anointed, come on, and do my prophets no harm. So he couldn't touch them. He couldn't touch them. But what I read you, if he was bringing dishonor to Abram's house, then he's going to be subject to the curse. But he took Sarah as a king in his palace as a concubine, but God wouldn't let him touch her. I'm saying if you understand the vengeance of God, that even your children cannot be touched. Boy, you got you to hear what I'm saying, man. See, it'll bring dishonor to your family. And anything that'll bring dishonor is going to be under the judgment of of God. God is not going to let anybody, he's put you here. Jesus said, don't pray that he'll take you out, but that he'll keep you above the evil. This is what Jesus said in John chapter 17. So I'm saying to you, God's not about to beam you up. He's not about to let you die early. He's about to get you and give you all the help you need to finish your assignment here in this earth and turn nations back to God. You have been chosen by God. Over in John 15, he said, you didn't choose me. I chose you. See, he knew you. He knew who came out of incarceration. He knew who came off the street as a prostitute. He knew how many lies you've been telling. He knew and so forth and so on. But he chose you anyway because he's got the power to clean you up. He's got the power to take you and as a nobody and make you somebody. Say amen to that. Well, I don't have but a fourth grade education. Well, get ready to go to bed stupid and wake up smart. God, God, come on now. God can transfer an anointing of intelligence on you if you will believe. Gideon tried that. Gideon said, you don't know. He said, I'm the least of my father's house, Judges chapter 6. He said, hey, uh, I'm the least in the tribe. We're the poorest people. God said, well, that's your story. He said, my story. And I posted it on, on internet that you are a mighty man of valor. See, 
is posted on the internet of heaven who you really are. You're a king. You're a priest. You're a princess. Come on. You are healed. You are delivered. You're above only. You are biz. Come on. You are the top. Stop thinking and saying what the devil said. Start saying what God said. Because what he said is true. And if you say it enough, you'll believe it. So I'll tell him in the last two services, I thought I was Superman. See, what happened is when I was a little boy, we didn't have a television set, but I would just go up to the neighbors. And gee, I said, you know, could I, could I see t- your TV one, one more time? Can I? Superman came on at 3.30. We got out of school at 3 o'clock. I hustled home because I wanted to get Superman. And so I went, and next thing I know, she, she said, yes, William, come on in. And I came in, and I was sitting, I mean, I was six inches from the screen. I mean, I wanted to see everything Superman did. And so what happened is I kept looking at it so much until all of a sudden it started transferring inside of me. Well, that's scripture, 2 Corinthians and chapter 3 and verse 18. It says it in scripture. He talks about the fact that, but we all with an open face beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into that same image from glory to glory as by the spirit of the Lord. You see, if you look in the Bible long enough of who it says you are, come on now, then you'll find that it will transfer into your heart. That's good. Say amen to that. That's why they call it television because it's telling you somebody else's vision. And so what happened, I looked at it and pretty soon a promotion came out with Kellogg's cornflakes. Actually, they were frosty flakes. You know, kids like all that sugar early in the morning and, and frosty flakes. So I got the box top. It says, send the box top and 50 cents and you will get a Superman shirt. Now, I believe that all that promotion came out of my desire. That's, I, I, I can believe what I want to believe. You just believe what you want to believe. So next thing I did, I got that Superman box and I sent that 50 cents in for my dad. He gave me 50 cents. And I'm telling you, they sent me back that Superman shirt. Wow. I put that thing on. I said, oh, I mean, I felt at home. I, I felt Oh, this is it. This is it. So I felt so good till I ordered six more. I had one for every day of the week, including Sunday. So I was even showing pictures, people showing me and, and a basketball team and they, everybody had on a uniform or some makeshift uniform. But look at what I had on. I had on a Superman shirt. Come on, give me a close-up of that Superman shirt. Listen, I'm talking about BW. I'm talking about Superman BW. So, let me give you my definition of the anointing. Are you ready? So, the anointing is empowerment to perform at a supernatural level to attain extraordinary results. So I looked at it and looked at it, and I'm telling you, 
I began to see myself faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful, come on, than a locomotive. Come on, some of y'all been looking at it. I'm saying if you look in that Bible long enough, you will not see yourself broke. The reason why you sing, because you're not taking time to look at the perfect law of liberty. This is what the Bible designed to do. It's designed to get you out of captivity. And I'm saying right now, you, according to the word of God, are uncursable. Right now, you, according to the word of God, are unstoppable. You, according to the word of God, are untouchable. Now, if you can get all them arms under your belt, you can walk free of disease. You can walk free. Come on now. This is your season. This is not the devil's time. God says over in Hebrews chapter 113, he said, wait a minute. This is what's going to happen to the devil. He said, I'm going to sit right here until you, I'm sit on my right hand until I make thy enemies your footstool. You're but a dead man. Why? Because you got another man's wife and you're dishonoring his family. And what did Abimelech have to do? He got him out of there, got her out. He said, take this woman out of here. And not only that, God wouldn't let him touch her. He wouldn't let him touch her. Watch this. And then God made him pay recompense. Made him pay for damages for any type of dishonor. Now we're going to go through this because the devil owes you some money. I'm, I'm telling you now, we're going to go through it and it only takes faith for it to come in. Say, I believe that. It was says a thief be found, he's going to have to give up the whole house. And we are finding that thief. Romans chapter 9, 12, verse 19. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give what? Place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance what? Is mine, and what will happen? I will repay, saith the Lord. Let's go to Exodus chapter 14 and verse 13, please. Exodus 14 and 13, this is when Moses was leading the children of Israel out of Egypt. And Moses said unto the people, fear not, fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you to you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you will shall see them again no more. Come on, forever. I'm talking about whatever's been harassing you. From this day, you will see it no more forever. And look at the next verse. He said this, and for the Lord shall what? Fight for you. And what are you going to do? You're going to hold your peace. You don't even have to get angry. Now, what is this about? First of all, David and his men going up to the um, going home service, I'm going to call it that, funeral, that they were having for Samuel. Samuel was a great, great prophet. And look at first uh, Samuel chapter 25 and verse 2. And there was a man in Maon whose possessions were in Carmel. 
And the man was very great, meaning he had a lot of money. And he had 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats. And he was shearing his sheep in Carmel. Now, the name of the man was Nabal. And the name of his wife was Abigail. And she was a woman of good understanding and of beautiful countenance. But the man was, they call it church, churlish. It meant that he was um, harsh. That's what it says, literally, another translation says harsh. And he was also evil in his doings. And he was of the house of Caleb. And David heard in the wilderness, uh, wilderness that Nabal did shear his sheep. And David sent out 10 young men, and David said unto them, the young men, get you up into Carmel and go to Nabal the great and greet him in my name. And thus shall you say unto him that liveth in prosperity, peace be unto you, or both unto thee, and peace be unto thy house, and peace be unto all that I have you, that you have. And now I have heard that thou hast shearers, and now thy shepherds, which were with us, we heard them not, neither was there uh, aught missing unto them. In other words, we took care of them while they were out there, and all the while they were in Carmel. And thy young men, and they will show thee. Wherefore, let the young men find favor in thy eyes. For we come in a good day. Give, I pray thee, whatsoever cometh to thy hand unto thy servants and to thy son David. Now, what he is saying to him is, give us something to eat. We're out here. We help protect your people. Why don't you give us something to eat? Well, what did he do? Nabal acted a fool. He acted up. In verse 10, it says, And Nabal answered David and, and, and uh, David's servants and said, Who is David? And who is the son of Jesse? There be many servants now a day that break away even every man from his master. Shall I then take of my bread and my water and my flesh that I have killed for my shearers and give it unto men whom I know not whence they be? And David's young men turned their way and they went back again and they told David all those things. And David said unto the men, strap up. <laughs> David said, if you just read that, he said, if, if any one of them are left by nighttime, it'll be a miracle because I'm about to wipe this bunch out. What happened? Abigail. She heard about it, ran and got David some food went back and presented it to David and all of his men says, this is my husband. He, you know, sometimes he's not well. <laughs> and then if you read on down there, you will see 
that what happened was David decided not to touch him. He decided not to touch him, but look what God did with him. He said, and it came to pass about 10 days after that the Lord did what? Smoke Nabal, that he what? Died. Now, if you will put that definition one more time of the curse up there in that amplified, and I will bless those, I'll bless and do good for the benefit those who bless you. And I will do what? Curse, that is, subject to my wrath and judgment the ones who cause what? Despises, dishonors, and contempt for you. So notice, this man despised David. And as he did, he got cursed. And 10, year, 10 days later, he died. Now, I'm not saying God is out to kill folks. But when you treat God's people wrong, then somebody is going to have to pay. Now, you're, 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 you're coming into a time now that whatever is tampering with your destiny in God is about to be dealt with. And whatever is afflicting you, whatever, glory to God, is causing you uncomfortableness, whatever is trying to keep you from doing what God's called you to do, God is about to deal with it. And whatever is against your peace, your prosperity, your career, your business, your family, your children, I'm saying that the vengeance of God is about to be executed. The battle is not going to be yours. Whose is it? It is the Lord's. So I'm saying for you from here on, whatever's been stolen from you is about to be turned back to you. I'm saying this, that whatever has been delayed that belongs to you from this day is about to be released. So this is your year for the vengeance and recompense of God. And I'm telling you, things have been stolen from us that we didn't even know were stolen. But God kept records. And he is the judge. Say amen to that. And I'm telling you, as I'm speaking right now, I sense angels on assignment. Angels right now are bringing back to you stuff that's been stolen for the last 22 years. Ooh, boy, that came out are about to swing open. I'm talking about opportunities that have been kept behind gates. Gates are opening right now. Prosperity, happiness, fulfillment, and purpose are all yours for the claiming today. As children of the Almighty, we are guaranteed promises of blessings and dominion. Now, you just need to claim your authority to unlock the power and the promises of the Comforter. There is a plan God has for your life, and He has provided the Holy Spirit as the Comforter to provide you with all the power and help you need to rise above the evil the enemy tries to use to stop you. Dr. Bill Winston has created a special series titled, The Comforter Has Come, to teach you how to access the power the Lord has placed in you. 
Call us now at 800-711-9327 or go online to billwinston.org to order this empowering message series today. The Comforter Has Come is the teaching you've been waiting for. Dr. Bill Winston explains how to unleash the power of the anointing to attain extraordinary results in your life. Learn that your problems can be turned around in a day. Learn to pull what you need from the invisible realm and manifest it in your life. Be the influencer God has called you to be. And if you really want to unleash the full supernatural power of the anointing, then Bill Winston has created the Spiritual Wisdom Bundle just for you. You'll not only get The Comforter Has Come series, but you will also receive Dr. Winston's phenomenal book, Tapping the Wisdom of God. This book uses Bible examples along with contemporary testimonies to share how you can apply God's supernatural wisdom to every area of your life to get results every time. Allow the Holy Spirit to manifest in your life today. Call now to choose these teachings in either DVD, MP4, CD, or MP3 formats and allow the anointing of God to unlock every door set before you. Act today and let the Lord fight your battles and win. Let God be your source and let man be a channel. When you make the channel to become your source, when the channel is attacked, your resources are gone. Now, what is going to happen in your life in the next few weeks is going to be cataclysmic acceleration. Because your faith is going to explode up in here. When you have authority, you don't spend time talking to God about your problem. You spend time talking to your problem about what God has already done. You are next. Your family is next. Your children are next. Your church is next. Your city is next. It's time to dominate the 2019 International Faith Conference, hosted by Drs. Bill and Veronica Winston, September 8th through September 13th at 7 p.m. nightly on the campus of Living Word Christian Center in Forest Park, Illinois. Register at ifc.billwinston.org. Your time is now. Take authority. Activate your faith to dominate. I declare marriages whole, kids saved. Come on, I declare right now that every business that you have is prospering. Watch this, explode. I declare today manifestation, manifestation, manifestation. You don't have to be taught this again. This is the last time you're going to go through what you've been going through. Do you believe? Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. 
Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. Follow us on Periscope and Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together, we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.